Uh, well, welcome back to um, this Corona Chronicle series that we're running, looking through the book of Revelation. Uh, we've got up to chapter 8 today, and we've seen uh, the scrolls being opened. And we've had six scrolls opened already, and we've had the question, who can withstand the day of the wrath of the Lamb? And then in chapter 7 we had this answer, which is that those who have um, God's mark on them, they're the ones who are going to withstand it on that day. Um, and now we've got to the seventh seal, uh, which is in chapter 8. So we're going to be reading from verse 1. When he opened the seventh seal, there was a silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel, who had a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer, with the prayers of all God's people, on the golden altar in front of the throne. The smoke of the incense, together with the prayers of God's people, went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and hurled it on the earth. And there came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Well, we're really in the heart of on the book of Revelation, and these are now sort of leading us into what I think a lot of people would say are quite scary bits. Yeah. But I th think what is interesting is because Revelation goes in cycles of seven, and we, uh, you know, we, we pick up another uh, cycle, uh, really. So the seventh seal is opened, mm. and then we're going to see another cycle of seven. But just before that is that silence. Mm. And I, I think when you read it, I mean, we can't do this. It says there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Actually, we should have three Corona Chronicles, just silence. Just pure silence. <laughs> just us looking at the camera. <laughs> yeah. And what is the silence meant to do? Because everything in Revelation is loud, isn't yeah. it? You know, he says with a loud voice. Mm. And, and then at the end of these verses, there's peals of thunder and rumbling and flashing and stuff. Mm. But there's silence. Mm. What is that silence? It's a warning, isn't it? Are you listening? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we do that with our kids. Are you listening? Or, you know, teachers at classes, sometimes you just stop mid-sentence mm -hmm. until people suddenly realise, oh, mm. the teacher's not talking, I should stop mucking about. Yeah. It's that thing that's going on. I think it's important to, to not just read Revelation in, in little sections isolated, because otherwise you miss that impact. Mm. If you just pick this up and read this, you'd go, oh, it's silent for half an hour. But we've had seven chapters of after this, after this, after this, non-stop, and yeah. then suddenly uh, silence. So what is that about? God is saying, are you listening? Mm. So he, he sends these gracious judgments. I mean, they are judgments. You know, in the first lot, it's something like a quarter of the earth and a quarter of the trees, and then, then it becomes a third of the earth and a third of the trees and mm -hmm. all of that sort of stuff. It's, it's a bit like the waves uh, coming in. Um, and we should say, hold it, what, what is this telling us? Mm. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I look at the media. They're not hearing, are they? Mm. There's nothing spiritual. There's no calling to God as far as I can see it's all we can work this out we'll sort this out and then the mantra you know is just wash your hands stay at home wash your hands stay at home mm. only go out for exercise yeah you know and it's like uh, them trying to carry on 
as normal in one sense without crying out what god are you saying yes in this virus yeah which is a legitimate thing to cry out as a christian in in some ways isn't it yeah. like what is what is going on uh we need help because that's what god's people have done throughout history is cry out to him in times of trouble uh but you they remind me a little bit of um the people at the end of chapter six who are crying out they're clearly upset by something but they're not crying out to god they're crying no. out to uh, the mountains and the rocks, things that can't help them, ultimately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I always think God's, God's judgments, like Corona, they, they are a judgment uh, on, the, on this earth, and, and we should be listening to them because there's a greater judgment to come. So mm. I always see them as God's kind judgments. Mm. So I, I think if you think of it like... Um, the thing is, a little kid will make a sandcastle, yeah, uh, at the beginning of the day, and he knows that the waves coming in are going to destroy everything he's created. Yeah. He knows that. And in one sense, he waits for that. And there's a wisdom, isn't there? And every wave is a warning. Mm -hmm. It's coming. It's the end of the sandcastle. It's coming. But it seems that the older we get, the more stupid we get. And God is saying, it's coming. Mm. Death is coming. Yeah. You will die. You will stand before the judgment seat of God. And it's as almost as if, oh, I didn't think that would happen. Yeah. The kid knows, but we don't seem to know. Hmm. So um, there's this silence. Will you listen? Can you see these waves? Hmm. And it's kind of the, the, um, the, the breath before a storm or the, the calm before a storm, uh, which again is God's kindness. Um, I mean, so many warnings are given, aren't they? It's not you're told once and then that's it. God takes joy in, in punishing it's it's will you listen yeah. will you listen now and then before the final judgment comes a, a pause you know last attempt to try and get people to listen yeah which is a very fatherly way of doing it isn't it the yeah. way we tell children off yeah sorry did you hear me mm. uh, did you hear me mm. now listen you're not listening and then and then in the end yeah. some kind of punishment has to happen yeah and it's always uh, reserved though isn't it you don't you don't kill a child for no. disobeying you but you you discipline them uh, a little bit it's like um so that they will learn so that they understand yeah. what's going on yeah so the silence comes and then you've got this uh it's sort of silence and and then God smells. There's a sort of hmm. there's a there's a, a silence, and then a smell comes in, and then there is rumblings and noise, hmm. isn't there? What do you reckon the smell is about? So we've got um, seven angels standing before God, um, and they're at the altar. Um, and we we saw in chapter six, I think, that it's it's the saints who are under the altar. Hmm. Um, and then we see here in chapter 8, verse 3, that it's the, the prayers of all God's people. Um, so the kind of cries of God's people uh, are coming up to him like incense, yeah. interestingly. Because incense is quite a pleasant thing, isn't it? So it's, it's, it's kind of the idea that God loves it when his people cry out to him, yeah. when they recognise their need for him. Yeah, and um, he smells that, he, he recognises that. Mm. And, and, and I think, again, it takes us into all of these... All of these judgments are warning to people, um, but actually what God is really interested in is his people. Yeah. And he's interested in them praying and talking to him. Mm. And so it's almost like silent, will you listen? And then, ah, my people are speaking. 
And I think if you go back into the Old Testament, you see, you see exactly the same pattern, actually, um, uh, in the Exodus, mm. when the people of God are slaves in Egypt and they cry out, their prayers go up before God, it says he hears them, yeah. and then he sends these plagues, yeah. one after the other, um, uh, so that his people will be set free to worship him. And that is what God's plan is, yeah. to gather a people that are his, mm. that will be in his place, worshiping him, loving him, mm. you know, and mm. it starts with, with the people praying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a little, I suppose it's a little taste of, of eternity as well with God. Um, you're right that God's joy is, is from his people. Yeah. Hearing his people, being with his people. Um, yeah, really beautiful picture that our prayers, and, th and our prayers aren't kind of wasted. Sometimes we think, you know, we're just a small church in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. How could, why would God listen to us? But yeah. actually our prayers are incense before the throne uh, from the altar. And then when he hears that, then he's sending these plagues. Don't you touch my people, as it were. Yeah. I will gather my people. Mm. But these plagues in themselves are to make us think so that we would be people under the blood of the Lamb and would be his people. So the rumblings come. Mm. Well, we leave it there and we'll get into uh, these other seven that are going to be uh, coming to us tomorrow. <laughs>